Okay, you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I wanted to talk about some things that are happening in the news. On my last podcast, I was talking about very briefly a few things on there, but I was mostly giving you guys an update on my life. However, I want to talk about some things that are going on in the news and around the world, period. Right now, and as of late, it seems like it's escalated even more. We are dealing with a lot of police brutality, a lot of it. And I am just disheartened by it because it seems like if we're cooperating, comma, and I, when I say we, I am referring to African-American people, black people, that's who I'm referring to. It seems like even though we're cooperating, we are still being killed at the highest rate possible for police uh, incidents. Uh, I won't even say incidents. I will say police murders because incidents is too nice of a word. I'll say police murders. Um, we are being killed at a higher rate than any other nationality race. We're, we're killed at a higher rate. What's bothersome to me is it's like we're automatically deemed as a problem no matter what we're doing no matter how peaceful we are we have questions we can't get our questions answered when we're being arrested and accosted it's like we just don't even matter when it comes to the police under any circumstances you mean to tell me that you just walk up to this is a a recent event as well you just walk up to a 21 year old and arrest him put him try attempt to put him in handcuffs And you don't tell him why, even though he's asking you numerous times, why are you placing me under arrest? Even if you're not placing me under arrest, you're detaining me. I want to know why you're detaining me. And I have a right to know why you're detaining me. Why are you putting me in handcuffs? Which likely means you're going to take me to jail. Anybody, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whoever, is going to think that once you're placed in handcuffs, you're going to jail. And I don't see the necessity if you have questions about me or something I've done to put me in handcuffs. If, if you think I killed somebody, which clearly he didn't think the guy killed any anyone or, or was robbing anyone or anything like that. Because if it was, he would have been much more forcible. And I'm quite sure he would have said you, you're being arrested for attempted robbery or suspicion of robbery. He didn't answer him because he didn't have an answer for him. He was putting him in handcuffs because he felt the guy was bigger. This is what I suspect, that he felt the guy was bigger than he was and he was going to pose a threat and a problem. Well, he did pose a problem because you started putting this man, 21 years old, in handcuffs with no explanation. None whatsoever. I'm watching the video and I hear the guy continuously asking him, why you're arresting me? Why are you putting me in handcuffs? Why are you detaining me? Why? Like, why? You don't have a real cause to put him in handcuffs, so you just did it because you could. Why couldn't you explain that to him before you proceeded to call about six or seven other cops white? Because he was the, he was black. The guy was black. He was the only black officer, and the rest of them were white. You called those people for backup, but you couldn't explain to them why you were putting in handcuffs, and you couldn't explain to the person that you were putting in handcuffs why. But you don't see that as a problem. You don't see that as a problem? I definitely perceive that as being a problem. 
That's an issue. And he rightfully acts it up. And I believe I would have too, because you're putting me in handcuffs. I'm asking you why, and you can't even give me enough respect and courtesy to tell me why, but you're trying to lock me up. That's a damn issue. That's a problem. It is definitely a problem. I don't want to hear shit about uh, people being uh, uh, resisting or anything like this. Because he had a right to resist, if you ask me. Because you wouldn't even tell this guy why you were putting him in cuffs. Why were you detaining him? Couldn't even say why. And I don't want to be redundant and keep saying the same thing over and over. I'm just frustrated about the situation because I was watching it. And I'm getting frustrated just watching it. So I can imagine being in that actual situation, how frustrating that was for for him. I, I can imagine how frustrating it was. Here it is. You're putting me, a black man, in handcuffs. And usually that's not a good thing when we're arrested. It's never a good thing when we're put in handcuffs. It's always your intent to take us to jail for whatever reason. So you were going to go back to your car to look for something to arrest me for, even though you didn't have a reason. And people said, witnesses on camera all said, all he did was pull up into the the gas station, pull up to a pump. When he pulled up to the pump, he walked to the window to pay for his gas and this man comes up behind him and, and tries to detain him. No reason, just tries to detain him. Didn't tell him why. I still don't know why to this, to this day. Um, this was recent. I'm, I'm going to go back and look and see why. I don't have an answer for you at this moment, though, to tell you why it was why it happened. I didn't see a reason for it happening. I didn't see a noticeable reason at that moment for it to be happening, and he couldn't give him one. But he called six or seven other white male cops to come. Isn't that something? The first thing was called for backup, but you couldn't even explain to this young man why he was being detained. This is, you are the problem. You are definitely the problem. And people don't see it. Police officers like that don't see why they're the issue. They'll sit here and explain away when they're called before the public to answer because you're a public servant if you forget. You're called before the public to answer. You have every excuse in the book, but none of them are valid. You have all these excuses, but none of them are valid. I fear for my safety. What, what could, how could you fear for your safety walking up to somebody instantly trying to detain them? This guy was facing the, the window trying to pay for gas. Are you kidding? It's ridiculous. And I'm so bad with remembering these names. <sighs> Let me see if I can remember this guy's name. He was just shot seven times in his back. He was trying to get into his vehicle that had his three sons in there. Three of his four sons in there. Oh my God, I cannot, I hate when I can't remember names. I'm so bad with names sometimes, you guys, and I apologize for that. But you guys will know exactly who I'm talking about. All you have to do is put in that um, search engine of Google, Bing, or whoever you use, man shot seven times in back by police officers, and his name is going to come up. It escapes me right now, but he is a black man, of course. His thing was walking away from the police officers and trying to get back into his vehicle, which to them, of course, is a threat. But this man had just broken up a fight. So to me, that indicates that he's nonviolent. Now, I don't know if he had a relationship with these women or not. And, and, you know, he knew why they were fighting, but he was breaking up the fight between two women. And he is now paralyzed from the waist down. It's just ridiculous. 
shot seven times. And when he, the way he was shot, it was so unnecessary because it, it just was unnecessary. And it, it's so disgusting and disheartening how it's happening. It, it just really is. Um, we are still up in arms about the George Floyd situation. Still up in arms about that. That's still crazy how he was murdered. He was murdered. There's no other way around it. And of course, these attorneys are trying their best to get these officers off. Trying to say it was probable cause. He took a pill. He did this and the third. Taking a pill and being on drugs is not a reason for you to be dead. But I guess it is if you're black because they don't kill white people like that. And that's the facts. Just craziness. Uh, Speaking of shootings, we'll go to the entertainment news. It's Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not a fan and I'm not a foe. She's okay. Like, I, I, some of her songs I dig. Some of them I don't even pay attention to. I don't pay a whole bunch of attention to Megan Thee Stallion. But what stood out for me was the fact that Tory Lanez shot her in her foot and she tried to protect this dude and people dogged her out like she was the problem. They lied and said that she attacked him and with her being six feet tall and him being five feet f- three or four, he's about my height, he's short like I am, that that's why he shot her. And it comes to find out that wasn't true. She did not attack him. She said that everyone in the car was arguing Everyone, all four of the people in the car were arguing, including himself, and that it escalated. She tried to get out, and when she got out, he shot her in the foot. That's a damn problem. That's a problem. I don't care if she said something smart to him, if she threatened him, which she said she did not, or whatever. Words and bullets are two different things. Unless she got out of that car saying, I'm going to kill you, there's no reason for you to shoot her. And you really felt like she was going to do that. There's no reason for you to shoot her. You shot her because you could get away with it because you're a rich male celebrity. She's a black woman and you knew nobody would really give a fuck because they don't care about us. We're the lowest on the totem pole. So that's why you shot her. Because you knew you could get away with it. He was arrested for a couple of hours and released. She covered for him and she protected him because she didn't want, when the police came, she didn't want them to be murders, to be victims of murder, which we already know was highly possible once they found out a black man in the car had a gun and shot her. It was so possible. So I understand where she's coming from from that, but my thing is once you shoot me, once you injure me, harm me in any kind of way, I don't care what happens to you. You get whatever the fuck you get. You're not going to shoot me in my foot, hurt me, hit me, do anything to me, and think I'm going to cover for you when the cops come because I'm going to let you know I'm a different type of bitch. I'm not going to do that. I don't care if the cops are all white. Your ass is not going to get covered for and protected by me when you tried to hurt me or you hurt me. He didn't try to hurt her. He hurt her. You would not be protected by me. Get the fuck out of here with that. Get the fuck out of here with that. I have my own protective measures in place. And that shit would have went a whole lot different. It would have went a whole lot different. But that's neither here nor there. And I won't openly discuss that. But it would have went differently. Um, And 
he just wouldn't have been protected. Not by me. She said she feared for her lives and other people's lives in the car. And it's possible. I don't see a reason for her lying about that. So she felt like by her telling what was going on in actuality, that they will all be in danger. And it's highly possible because we know Brianna Taylor, the cops kill people who are innocent all the time. They still haven't arrested the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor, you already know that situation. This girl was laying in her bed and they were trying to serve her boyfriend a warrant. I don't even know if they had the right house. I think they had the wrong house, as a matter of fact. And they shot this girl in her bed while she was asleep. She had nothing to do with this. This girl was a nursing student. She had nothing to do with this. Nothing. Nothing at all to do with this. Brianna Taylor is dead for no reason right now. And there has not been justice brought to the cops who killed her. They murdered her. Any way you slice it, it wasn't an accident. It was a murder in my, in my eyes. And the, the rest of black Americas and white Americas and every other part of America, they feel like she was murdered. And I do too. And I'm no different. And I'm not doing this podcast to be anti-cop because I'm not anti-cop. I have cousins who are in law enforcement. I don't, I'm not anti-cop by a long shot. I'm anti-dirty cops. I'm anti-cops who misconduct, who practice misconduct. I'm anti-them. And I think people get it confused and they think that we're all we're anti-all cops. And I'm like, no, I'm not anti-cop. If you're doing what your your job and you're being fair and you're protecting and serving citizens, I'm not anti-cop. But I am anti-cop if you're dirty and you're full of misconduct. I am definitely anti-you. And that's what it is. But I'm not anti-cop and I'm not preaching being anti-cop. Your decision to be anti-cop or someone else's decision to be anti-cop is not influenced by me because I'm not a, a, that type of influencer. Nobody can influence adults to be anti-anything. They have, to, they have their own minds. They have their own brains. You know, immature adults at least. So nobody can convince me that I need to be anti-cop or whatever. Because I'm not. But I am anti-cop if you're a dirty person. And they are dirty people. They really are. And, and there's no way around it. Like, it's just no way around it. It's sad. It's really, really sad what's going on in this world. We already have this virus. And now we have cops that are just killing us willy-nilly. It's just crazy. Um, What else? That was celebrity news. Also, I saw, and I'm and I'm glad for her. Erica Mena stood up for Safari Sam. Erica Mena Sam Mena Samuel stood up for Safari Samuels. You guys know who Safari is. He's a rapper. He used to date Nicki Minaj for years. He's a songwriter, rapper, you know, entrepreneur. He's now doing this fitness model, fitness instructor thing, and he's just making his way in the world. He's a star on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, Atlanta, is it Atlanta or New York? He was on both. And he is a nice guy all around. He married Erica Mena. They have a child together and they uh, got married. And people love to call this guy corny. And she stood up for her man and I'm so glad she did. I'm not a fan of her, so I'm not going to sit up here and lie. She gets on my nerves, but she has calmed down and mellowed out a lot since she got with him. And I like that, that he has had that effect on her and it's been positive. And she is not negative like she was before. I will say that. 
So it's, you know, I'm starting to, to like her now. It's not like she really cares because, you know, I'm nobody. So, but, you know, they don't care about us. However, she was very sick of people calling her man corny and doing this, just, just always dogging him and dissing him. Let me tell you what made the women call him corny. Not all of us, because I didn't feel like it was corny. I thought it was rather cute. He made a video dancing with his wife, Erica, and their little girl, the baby they had together. And it was really cute to me. I thought it was a cute video. I'm single. I'm heartbroken right now, and I'm going through things, and but I'm still not bitter when it comes to love. Like, why are you calling this man who is dancing with his wife and daughter corny? What's corny about that? I don't know if he's supposed to be thugged out or or whatever you guys like and, 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 and call things. I, I, I have no idea. But what was corny about dancing with your wife and your baby? To me, it wasn't corny. I thought it was kind of cute. And anybody who calls him corny, you're just a bitter person, male or female. You don't know what love is and you're not welcome to love. You are a hater, as they say. And you're you're not happy. You're just a miserable fucking person. This guy is a good guy who's taking care of his wife and child and doing right by them and showing love for them. And he's corny. Let me tell you something. He's a good father. And there's a lot of you guys out there that are good fathers. But let me explain something to you. That does not make you a good man. I am a witness to somebody who is a great father. But he's not a good man. He doesn't know how to treat women. He's a liar. He is a manipulator. He's a narcissist. He tricks people into feeling like they're friends of his. But they're not really friends. And all I see him really caring about is himself smoking weed and his son. That's all I see him care about. I don't honestly see him caring about any of these women who are probably falling into the same traps I did. And that's what it is, a trap. He does definitely have potential to be a good person. But you know what? You could have all the potential in the world to be a good person. But if you don't show that to me and you treat me any kind of way... I don't think you're a good person. That doesn't mean you're not a good father. You could be a great father, but you're not a great man. And that's what that is. We have to stop equating being a good father with being a good man because they don't always go hand in hand. My dad was a good man and he was a good father. My father was good on all ends. So that's why I know the difference. That's why I know that they are separate. My father was not always a good father. Good provider, yes. Good father, no. My mother had to teach this man and, and, and mold this man and just get this man in check because he didn't know how to be a good father because his father was not a good father. Things trickled down. Things trickled down. Okay? So even though this person I'm talking about is an excellent father and I loved this man to his dirty jaws. He's not a good person for women that I see. And that's the truth. But this person is trying to be a good husband, good father and everything. And y'all feel like that's corny. I'm floored. I'm just floored at the things that people say are corny.
I really, I really am. And the people who they feel like are dope. And they're not. They're not. They're not. Y'all worship the ground 50 Cent walks on. And he is a horrible father. And that's the truth. He's a horrible father. And I don't think he's that good of a man either. But that's not my, he ain't my man. So I wouldn't know. But from what I've seen, he ain't been. He's not a good person, if you ask me. He has a horrible personality. He's not a nice person. And he's just not a nice... He's miserable. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. I feel like he's a miserable person and it comes out. And people don't see that. They think it's funny. Oh, he's mean. He's a savage. No, he's got problems and nobody sees that. It'll come out in a, in, a, in it eventually. It will. Because you can't be like this all these years without it eventually bearing down on you and wearing down on you. And it's going to come out that he was miserable for all this time. And I'm like, well, I knew that. Who didn't? If you thought it was funny and cutthroat and savage and all that, I see right through that shit. And it's he's got issues. But I'm not here to analyze anybody because I got issues. Okay. As Cardi says, I love Cardi B. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about is why plus size women, fat women, BBWs, whatever you want to call us, can't do the same thing that other women do. I did a little video showing off my thigh tattoos and my thighs and play had WAP playing in the background. Somebody reported that. Even though it was hashtag BBW WAP challenge, meaning that BBWs could do their WAP challenge. Yeah, I know they were saying do the dance. I wasn't doing the dance. But... I was doing my own version of the WAP challenge and somebody reported that. And I went right back on there and I protested it and I said I was not doing anything adult. Because I may have heard my skirt raised showing off my juicy thighs with all these shoes in them. All these shoes in them. However, I wasn't showing my vagina or doing anything like that. I wasn't even showing panties. Like, really? But somebody, some could do that and you guys would be all over it. But let a BBW or a fat girl do that. It's a problem. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to be a problem then. Because I've been conservative for a long time. And I don't want to always be conservative. Sometimes I feel like showing out just like the rest of these women do. And it's not because the rest of the women are doing it. It's because I feel like doing it. When I want to be conservative, I'll be conservative. When I do not, I will not. And that's my choice. And then nobody's going to check me for it. Who the fuck going to check me, boo? Nobody. Right. So I'm going to do whatever I want. But that WAP video is, is okay. It's nothing more sexual than anything else that I've ever seen Cardi B or anybody else do. The song is no more raunchy than any other song that's on the radio that I heard growing up from Uncle Luke or, or any of the other nasty women or any of the other nasty songs I heard. It's, I'm not even phased by that song. I'm, I'm really not. Lil' Kim has made raunchy songs. Foxy Brown, they have all made raunchy songs. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I wish people would stop overreacting. I guess it's just been a long time since anybody heard something raunchy or saw a video. I'm like, y'all really need to chill out because y'all are tripping. It ain't even remotely that serious. Let me see what else is in the current events. This voting shit. They want us to do it by mail. I absolutely refuse. I was part of the Florida voting debacle. And I will never mail anything in again. Well, we didn't mail. I went to the polls and stood in line for hours. I will never. I will never. I stood in line the first time to vote for President Obama for eight hours. 
I didn't have to do it the second time when he got a second term. Um, and I'm glad for that. And I'm going to stand in line for hours and I'm voting for Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I am. I'm a Democrat. Been one. Uh, I say I'm independent because I vote for whoever I feel like it, whenever I feel like it. But anybody in office right now would be better than Donald Trump. I cannot. I won't even call him President Trump because to me, he's not a president. He's just, he's, he's a horrible person. All he has done is incite racism in this country to be even higher than it already is. Disharmony, separation, drama. He has done horrible throughout this whole COVID-19 outbreak. He has done horribly. The, the numbers aren't going down. He lied and said they were there. Not especially here in the Atlanta metro and Florida where I'm from. They ain't going down. It's been a shit show. It has been nothing but a shit show. Since he came into office and even more so now with this virus, this COVID-19. It's been nothing but a shit show. But I ain't mailing no ballots in. I can tell you that much. I'm going to go to the poll with my mask and my gloves. And I'm going to vote and I'm going to keep it the fuck moving. I'm not mailing anything in. This man actually stopped the mail because he wanted ballots to go out. I don't care how many ballots you send me. I ain't voting for you in no mail so you can lie and steal my vote. I don't vote for you. I don't like you. I don't like you. So I'm not going to let you steal my vote if I can help it. I'm not voting for you. You're a piece of shit. I would never. I would never. I see why Jehovah's Witnesses aren't big on voting. Because they call it a wicked system of things. And they ain't never lied about that. I studied with them. And I they, that's one thing they ain't never lied about. They're honest people anyway. But people just don't give them credit. Because you're not used to people coming to your door. Even though your same Bible that you read tells to go out and witness. That's what Jehovah's Witnesses do. So while you're so ignorantly talking about them knocking on your door, you might want to think about that. They're doing what the Bible tells them to do. No, they don't believe in the same, some of the things, but the majority of the things they believe in are the same things that you believe in. They're just interpreted different because everyone has their own interpretation of the Bible. Hence, so many different versions of the Bible. got to think about that before you go bashing every religion because why would you bash somebody who is coming to you about the word of god are you kidding me that's crazy to me i never understood that i never understood people bashing that even if you don't study with jehovah's witness and become a baptized jehovah's witness you still need to know about the word of god or whoever you know people some people don't believe in god and somebody might be under the sound of my voice who doesn't believe in god so i don't want to be offensive and that's your choice not to be, you know, a, a believer in God. Whoever you believe in, it's a higher power out there than you. I know you know that much, whether you believe in God or not. So, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It's a mess. If this country right now, 2020 has been a complete shit show. It really has for me. It seems like for the world. Some people's lives are carrying on, but my life is at a standstill right now about a lot of things. And hopefully it'll, it'll come back, you know, to life like it's supposed to. 
<sighs> but I hope you guys read. Uh, read. It's nothing to read. It's just things to listen to. I hope you guys will share this. Comment. Subscribe. All of the above. I appreciate you coming through and listening to anything that I had to say. And I'm going to try to bring you more interesting content. More things that are current events. You know, my my personal opinion about things, of course. Because, you know, this is always my personal opinion. And, of course, what's going on in my life. Which, at the moment, is nothing. As you guys know from my other podcast I just posted. But... I'm going to definitely try to keep you abreast of what's going on in my life and what's going on in the world and give you my opinion and my views and my values on it. But until next time, you guys, comment, share, subscribe. And I'm out of here. I love you guys.